Hello everyone and welcome to Daily Newspaper Analysis which is brought to you by Law Seeko. So today we will discuss the important articles and before that uh, let me tell you which articles we'll be discussing today. So we have only one article today which is from the Indian Express and has been titled as Supreme Court verdict on RERA benefits the home buyers. So basically this article uh, is about the recent verdict that the Supreme Court has declared the RERA provisions to be retroactive or retrospective. So how is it actually going to benefit the home buyers will be discussed in this article. This newspaper analysis is presented by me. My name is Shaiva Khan. I'm a BA LLB Law graduate from Uttaranchal University. I had completed my graduation in the year 2019 with a gold medal in my batch. Along with this, I've also been a national debater and a public speaker. And here at Law Seco, I'm working as an expert for current affairs and I'm also managing the current affairs vertical. So let's discuss the article for the day which talks about the verdict of the Supreme Court on the RERA and how does it actually benefit the home buyers. Before we begin, let's understand that what actually are we referring RERA to as. So RERA actually stands for the Real Estate Regulation and Development Act 2016. So basically this act was brought or it was promulgated in order to justify or to give advantages to the buyers of the real estate. Now as we know that in the Indian economy as well in the GDP and all these stuff the real estate is a very very huge sector and it actually adds up a lot to the government revenue as well. So recently, the Supreme Court has affirmed that RERA, that is uh, the Real Estate uh, Act or the Real Estate Regulation and Development Act is retrospective and is applicable to ongoing projects. Now, this is one revolutionary verdict that has come up through the Supreme Court, wherein the provisions of the RERA have been declared retroactive or the retrospective system. Now, when we try to understand that, what do we mean by the difference between being retrospective or being retro, being prospective? So basically, the laws in general can be of two kind. Either they can be retrospective or they can be prospective. Now, when we talk about a law being prospective, so simply, for example, a law has come today, that is 19th November 2021. So if it has been promulgated on this day, it will be applicable from today itself towards the coming time, which means that 19th November 2021 onwards, which means that anything that happened before this particular date, it would not be applicable on those issues or those matters. But on the opposite and to the contrary, when we talk about a law being retrospective, so that particular law has control or the provisions of that particular law can be used for things that took place or that occurred even before the date of promulgation of that particular law. So similarly, this verdict of the Supreme Court has said that the provisions of the RERA Act are retrospective in nature. And that is why they would be applicable to the ongoing projects also, which means, for example, the retrospect, you know, the RERA, it came in 2016. So even though any particular project was going on before 2016, now please note that the keyword here is the ongoing projects. So if they were still under construction or they were still under, you know, a process, so they would be governed by the uh, provisions of RERA. Yes, but this has to be noted, which is also mentioned later in the later stage of today's article, that any project that was completed before the RERA came into existence, that would not fall under its ambit. But yes, if any project was ongoing, so on that the provisions of RERA would be applicable. 
so the court also held that amount invested by the allottees can be recovered as arrears of land revenue from the builders now here allottees are the people who are buying the home to whom the homes would be allotted so it says that if at all there is any amount that was invested by the allottees in such time period it can be covered by them as arrears of land revenue from the particular builders from where whoever they are buying the homes so let's understand that how the rera is uh, retroactive so chapter 2 of the act makes the registration of a project mandatory it is believed or it was believed that uh, priorly that projects that were ongoing at the date of commencement of the act fall under the purview of the act so justices uday umesh lalit ajay rastogi and anirudh bose held that its application is retroactive in character and would look into the vested and accrued rights of the people as well so the projects that were completed before the enactment of rera 2016 would not come under the fold of this law so again it has been reiterated by this particular supreme court judgment that the provisions of the rera act are retroactive they are retrospective and if there were any projects that were ongoing uh, on the date rera was actually commenced so they will be under the ambit of rera but yes what we need to note is that if any there any project was completed before the enactment of rera in 2016 that would not come under the fold of this law so this actually also mentions that how can we actually challenge a rera order so a rera order can be challenged under section 43 clause 5 of this particular act the developer however will have to deposit 30% of the penalty ordered or more before making an appeal so if at all there is any claim that has been put against a builder so he can go against this particular claim as well but before that he will have to deposit 30% of the penalty that was ordered on him so like before he makes an appeal right so where an amount needs to be returned to an allottee the entire amount must first be deposited with the tribunal so for example if there is some particular amount as we just were discussing that the allottees can in terms of arrears of the land revenue ask their amount of money from the builders so if at all such builder has to pay this money or has to return this money to the allottee first that money will be have to be deposited to the tribunal and then that tribunal will make sure that it is completely and properly delivered to the allottee so the supreme court also held that such rule could not be onerous or discriminatory now here let's understand once again in a crux manner that how or why is this judgment so much of a landmark one so the court held that to believe only penalty and interest on the principal amount are recoverable under section 40 clause 1 defeats the purpose of the act because the real purpose of the act was actually it was actually enacted to ensure greater accountability towards the customers and definitely by making it retroactive or retrospective more people you know will fall under or there will be greater number of beneficiaries that would come under the ambit of rera So making rera retrospective furthers the vision of protecting the consumers and definitely we are looking forward that more people more consumers more home buyers would be protected under the ambit of rera. So that was all for the day. I we hope it was a good session for you all. Thank you so much for staying tuned with Law Seeko. If in case you wish to download the PDF of today's slides you can join our Telegram channel. The link is there in the description box below or you can scan the QR code that you can see on your screens right now. Also for other crisp and exam oriented content please do not forget to follow us on our official Instagram channels for judiciary clat prep ugc net as well as law finance exams thank you so much